You're listening to Campus Review Radio. This project was a project to get all the available image data from cameras that take pictures of forests around Australia, which are called phenocams. And that word comes from phenology, which is essentially, in this context, it's essentially plant behavior. And people are putting out a lot of these cameras, but anyone who's used a camera to take lots of pictures knows that having lots of pictures is a hassle to deal with. And so the outcome has been that there's been a lot of data collected, but it hadn't been well organized. And so I launched this project to try and provide a a website and a public framework for organizing all of this data and making it scientifically useful. And also to, to help educate people about how these cameras can be used and provide a resource for schools and other people who might want to be involved in creating their own cameras. The first data ingest we did was about 190,000 photos, and that took a student working three months um, part-time to write the code that could organize those from maybe you know five, three or 400 folders of images that were had various random names into an, into a website. And when we were done, it was really great. We just ran the software and our website appeared. So we have a nice tool now that helps us manage these huge numbers of images. The real challenge in in doing environmental monitoring and really understanding going on what's going on in the world is actually seeing what's out there, right? So we're getting, because technology is changing so fast, we're getting all these new tools that allow us to monitor the world in ways we never could before. So traditionally, people are probably familiar with satellite data and you know, satellite data used to come down and, you know, each pixel might be two or 300 meters on a side and you might get it once a day or once a month. And now we can get satellite data that's at the meter range and you can get it daily. So there's been this real shift in the amount of data you can find out about the world. And that's really important because we need that sort of complexity of data to to build better climate models and to solve, you know, to track environmental change and solve a lot of these challenging environmental, environmental issues. The, the, places, the place Phenocams fit in is that they let, in places where there's an existing research site, they let us get a visual record of what's going on in the landscape. And that's useful scientifically because you can actually start calculating how well the trees are growing. You can follow individual, individual trees or species. You can see if there's a shift over the years in the rate at which things flower. You know, if, if the climate warms, you typically get things flowering sooner. And you can't really get that kind of data without having a monitoring network. And so the Australian Phenocam network provides a backbone where we can add sort of an unlimited number of cameras that can be monitoring sites all over Australia to help researchers see what's going on because Australia is a really big place and you can't always get the sort of satellite data that gives you enough information to to answer these questions. Uh, There's a couple of ways citizen scientists can get involved. We're building a, a software package where they should be able to just download a disk image and take what's known as a Raspberry Pi computer. It's like a $35 computer. It takes about 30 bucks to get a camera for that and some housing. So maybe about $100 and you can put out your own camera to start monitoring a, an area. And it would be it's a really great project that schools and other people could be involved in where, you know, the students can build the computer, they can learn about programming, and then they can start monitoring trees in their area. And all that data just appears online in the, on the network. So it's a nice. It makes it really easy to, for people to use quite sophisticated technology to to contribute to something that can monitor all of Australia. And also the the other side is that you know once you have this data, then it's an interesting resource. You know, time lapse is fun. It's fun to watch trees change color and things grow. And so as a resource for students to to look at what's going on around Australia and you know see see different cameras. 
you can start building a network where different schools are seeing what's going on in other schools and you know you can start looking around and seeing neat things like where a tree changes color or you get some really cool clouds in the background it's all sorts of fun fun you know engaging activities that kids can do around these types of images the other part of this project is is building um three-dimensional models of forests using drone data so people you know as, as we all know these drones are Often it's a little helicopter called a quadcopter, or they're called UAVs for unmanned aerial vehicles. They provide a really quick way to just, you can fly over any area and take pictures. And then there's really sophisticated software you can buy now that will take those pictures and reconstruct a three-dimensional model of whatever you flew over, be it a building or a house or a forest. And so we're using data from the the three-dimensional models that come off of our drone flights, and we've built a virtual reality model of, the, of one of the forests at the National Arboretum. And what that lets us do is we have we have a bunch of sensors out in the field there, and it lets us take all that sensor data and lay lay the data on top of virtual trees, so that you can actually fly through a virtual model reality of the forest, and see you know you can see the temperature change from the top to the bottom of the hill. You can see soil moisture. You can see which trees are growing faster. That sort of thing. So that's a really fun. It's fun educationally because again it gives kids a way to see science happening on the landscape and visit places they couldn't otherwise and it's useful as a research tool because it helps us organize really complex data that is hard to hard to see visually in any other way.